I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and this is Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if last night's heartbreaking loss wasn't enough, it only got worse today because apparently... Offensive tackle Lyle Collins is suspended for five games without pay for a violation of the NFL substance abuse policy. At first I figured, okay, he failed a drug test, but I am pretty sure, pretty sure that perhaps he took something in order to treat the supposed stinger he suffered two weeks ago. I'm not sure if it was ever 100% confirmed that it was a stinger, but he did suffer some sort of injury. So I figured, if I know Lyle Collins the way I do, the dude's not a troublemaker, he's committed, he's hardworking, he wants to play football, he wants nothing more to do, give his all for the Dallas Cowboys, I know that Lyle Collins would not do anything stupid to fuck up. So I figured he took something just to heal the injuries, and apparently, well, it was a mistake, but I still don't want to say he screwed up on a horrible level. He took something, and I guess apparently it violated but uh, it, it seems to me that according to a couple of tweets, which I have actually retweeted, number one by Mr. Ed Warder of ESPN and the other one by Todd Archer, it says that according to Ed Warder, or excuse me, Warder, well, I guess he confirms that Lyle Collins' uh, lawyers have filed an appeal to appeal the suspension. And the argument is that the NFL policy allows for a fine, but not a suspension for a player who has only failed to appear for a required drug test. So it seems to me that he didn't actually fail a drug test, he failed to appear for a scheduled drug test. Hmm. But although Ed Warder does say he did mention the words, and I quote, while it seems unlikely to succeed. But that's very interesting. An argument that the NFL policy allows for just a fine, but not a suspension for a player who has only failed to appear for a required drug test. In that particular case, I asked myself, okay, well, I mean, I guess just out of curiosity, I would ask myself, well, what was the reason that he missed the drug test? But then again, quite frankly, and to be honest, it's, I mean, it's, it's none of my business because, you know, much like me, Lyle Collins has a life. He's got hobbies. He's got, you know, things he's got to do outside of football. So, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that. But like I said, I know Lyle Collins is the way I, I am. He's committed, hardworking. So I, I I trust the guy. And I'm sure that, you know, there was nothing, you know, n- nothing bad surrounding the supposed drug test. Maybe there was something else he had to take care of. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe he, he just wasn't aware that it was scheduled that day. I mean, either way. But that's really interesting. But I guess the only bad part out of that is that he mentioned it's mentioned that it's unlikely to succeed. I mean... That's the problem. I mean, in, in Lyle Collins' case, the fact that he's going to be paid with it's going to be it's a sus- suspension without pay. It's going to cost him two million dollars in in salary and bonus money. Oh, that that's terrible. You know, it, it's bad enough. It's bad enough for the fact that the Cowboys' offensive line is is already banged up. I mean, Zach Martin missed game one because you know he was on the COVID list and. I'm seriously hoping he returns for week two against the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, it, it, it's just really, it, it's just really bad because, you know, the, the the running game has already come into question, and 
and the whole thing, the whole controversy surrounding Ezekiel Elliott is just so, uh, you know, because if y'all listen to the recap, you know, Wiley, a.k.a. the vet of Astaire, you know, launched a, launched a, seri- a, a serious tirade of criticism on Ezekiel Elliott, you know, even going as far as saying that Ezekiel Elliott quit. You know, for me, I never agreed. I never said I agree. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I, I had no really valid argument. I mean, I could have said at least Zeke Elliott did do a good job of blocking, which he did do a decent job. But, you know, the drama, the fact that the, the, the running game is already in a bad situation, I was uh, trying to get that all those things, you know, out of the way. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, Wiley was, was merely being honest. I mean... We, we can't deny the fact that Zeke was fed the ball, but only 33 yards. But I did there is something I did say that we can't just say, well, it was against the number one rushing defense. Well, let's not forget the Cowboys have had a history of going against the number one rushing defense in the league. And during those times, the running game had respectable performances. So, anyway, I mean, look, as far as uh, Ezekiel goes, it, it, it's arguable whether he, he, whether he quit or not. I mean, personally, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to get – get too deep into it because it's frustrating enough as it is i mean i've said it many times i don't like having to unleash criticism on, on my team but you know my job is to do that when there's criticism to be put so i'll just leave it at that and i want to get back to the offensive line issue anyway <clears throat> but you know the, the absence of lyle collins i mean i guess it could be worse because well He's coming back in October, if my math is correct. And I'm going to take a look at the Dallas Cowboys schedule right now. Yeah, we're already fourth in the NFC East. <laughs> Go figure. So, uh, according to uh, one of the dudes I follow, I, I, I forgot. I don't know the name off the top of my head, but uh, but I do know him in a sense. He, he says, you know, he's coming back. Um, he'll be eligible to return for Halloween. And he actually acknowledged and confirmed. Well, I don't know if I say confirm, but he did acknowledge that the suspension will run through the bye week, okay? And after the Cowboys play the New England Patriots on October 17th, the Cowboys will be on a bye week, which means the Cowboys will play October 31st on Halloween on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. The team of my good friend and mentor in beautiful sunny Southern California, Steve Adams. A rematch between my Cowboys and his Vikings. Hopefully the better team wins. Well, no. I guess in that case, I, I kind of broke off on the objectivity right there. Hopefully, my team wins. <laughs> but either way, I just want to see a good game, and I'm going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. So help me God. Sorry, the adrenaline is working so much right now. But anyway. So the games that he'll miss, he'll miss, uh, obviously, he'll miss this uh, uh, upcoming game against the Chargers. He'll miss our Monday Night Football encounter against the Philadelphia Eagles, followed by a, a home game against the Panthers. And then after that, a home game against the New York Giants before the road game against the New England Patriots. So, hmm. So, so from the looks of it, I, I guess it could be worse. You know, I'm not. I mean, even though on paper the schedule, the next like few games on the schedule look relatively easy, this is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about, folks. So, I will never, ever, ever come to terms to the fact that no matter how a schedule might look easy on paper, there's no such thing as an easy schedule, especially in the case of the Dallas Cowboys. Because we've seen the Dallas Cowboys be absolutely destroyed by what should have been a team that they should have had no problem beating. It has happened before. It's definitely going to happen again. Okay, It's just the harsh reality of the Cowboys. The fact is, the Cowboys have indeed succumbed to the fact that they have mastered the true art of losing games. 
And I mention this particular thing because Primetime Sports Talk released an article by one of our talented writers about whether or not the Cowboys have truly mastered the art. And I'm sorry, but the truth hurts. Yes, the Cowboys have indeed mastered the art of losing games. But guess what? That's been the case for 25 freaking years because in the last 25 years, the Cowboys have not done what's the most important thing in football, and that is win games. Okay? That's what it's about. It's about winning games. The Cowboys have not done that. Okay? You can argue with it if you're not, but you got to accept the truth. The Cowboys have not been a winning team since Bill Clinton was in office. Anyway, but now I want to return it because I keep, you know, all, all these uh, points, you know, these little talking points kind of get me off uh, track, but well, it's already gonna be—it's it, already difficult enough. I, I can only hope that Zach Martin can play good, but you know the, the situation with him being at a certain position with the other dude uh, McGovern, right? Who I guess with Lyle Collins being out, M- McGovern's gonna take over, and McGovern really doesn't seem to be the guy that that that, that can be trust. I mean, trusted. I mean, Connor McGovern, you know, obviously. Uh, it, it's tough, you know. We, we select we selected him in the third round of the, of the 2019 NFL Draft out of Penn State University, but you know the fact that McGovern started for Martin. I mean, McGovern didn't do a bad job. He actually did, de- you know, a decent performance. But I guess with Zach Martin coming back, if if McGovern's moved to a different position, I guess that's the concerning part, which I totally understand. But for right now, look. As difficult as it is, I mean, I know a lot of Cowboy fans do not trust Connor McGovern, but guess what? Look, I do. I trust him. Look, we gotta be, we gotta trust the pieces that we have, even if they're not the best players, or I should say, the best offensive line in the world. Look, let's trust them, okay? Let's put our trust in them, and if they don't do their job, then we can give the criticism where it's due. And yes, I, t- I use those, ter- I use those words very loosely. You gotta give credit to where credit's due, but unfortunately, if there's criticism to be put, you have to do it, okay? But only in the right time, at the right time, in the right place, okay? You can't just criticize like that and not be clueless and not know what you're saying, okay? So what I'm saying is, let's see what Connor McGovern can do, okay? Before we judge, I mean, last year is a different story. Maybe McGovern had problems last year, but look, that was last year. Let's forget the past. Let's move. Let's move forward instead of st- instead of either going backwards or staying stuck. So. Anyway, as far as the appeal goes, I'm not sure uh, in a lot of context. I guess as long as the appeal keeps going, I'm not sure if he's actually going to be playing. I'm not sure if this is going to go exactly like the case of Ezekiel Elliott four years ago in 2017, how he just kept appealing and appealing and appealing and was playing until the, the whole thing was finally confirmed that he had to sit out. So I... I, I I, I would have guessed it's probably not going to go the same way because, I mean, the whole thing with Zeke Elliott was, was for supposed, a, a supposed and honestly false domestic violence issue. I mean, it was false because, let's not forget, that case with Zeke Elliott, that, that case was dropped, okay? The case was closed, okay? So, so, so that's why the whole thing was absolute BS. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm saying that because I did the research. The case was dropped, okay? And the NFL just wanted to make it difficult for the Cowboys because nobody likes the Cowboys, right? Anyway, so look, it, it is what it is. It's unfortunate. If we have to uh, pick up an offensive line or do anything during his absence, we, well, we got to do what we got to do because the offensive line, it's already a huge issue, and the offensive line is hugely important to the Cowboys. I mean, not only for the running game, but for, for the protection of Dak Prescott. So, I mean, we need a strong and sturdy and rock-solid offensive line, okay? Because without the offensive line, like I just said, no running game, no passing game. I mean, our, our quarterback who's coming back from a nasty and gruesome ankle injury, 
I mean, he's already at risk. And the last thing we need is Dak Prescott being at serious risk. Okay, because it kind of seems like Dak Prescott is our golden child right now. I mean, we saw the performance he had in week one. I mean, you know, over 40 completions, 400 yards, none of which were during garbage time. You know, Dak Prescott show is you know Dak Prescott could be in for a good year, but it's still early to tell. As far as Zeke Elliott goes, I can only pray that he can play better. But you know, aside from you know, because everybody you know, because I have to be honest, a lot of my friends listen to uh, the recap, and I mean. A lot of people, you know, they say the same thing I'm saying. I mean, they're not sure if they agree with Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, but at the end of the day, you know, we can't deny the fact that Wiley made a lot of valid points. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's arguable, but, you know, Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, was simply doing his job, and this is this is why I didn't interrupt him or tell him I was wrong, because I don't I don't have the evidence to back up, to back the fact that he was wrong. So, you know, this is what Wiley and I do. Wiley brought up his points clearly, as I did mine in other cases, that's why Wiley and I have unique chemistry, okay? We don't interrupt each other. We just tell the truth. I mean, that's what Wiley and I went to school for. That's what we train ourselves. That's what we pride ourselves. That's how we do our journalism. We do it the right way, okay? So, I mean, because I have to be honest, I'm mentioning Wiley a lot because a lot of people actually said Wiley has a lot of balls to do what he, to say what he said, and I'm like, well, and, and then people are saying I'm even braver for letting him do it. I'm like, well, guys, look, this is what, we, this is what Wiley and I have expressed our frustration for, that... Other places hold us back, make us read a script. I mean, this is the the example that Wally and I set. At the end of the day, guys, Wally and I are just, I'm not trying to say, we, we strive to give you the best show we can and to be as honest and truthful as we can. And if we're wrong, we'll say we're wrong. It's that, that, that's simple as that. So, But anyway, I appreciate everybody who listened and actually who actually listened to our show from uh, our episode from last night. I mean, guys, if you want to follow Wiley, you, you can go right ahead. I, I can actually, as a matter of fact, I can give you his... Uh, Twitter handle right now, if you'd like, you can follow Wiley. It's at Venomous Stare, okay? At Venomous Stare. There's also a link to his YouTube channel. I would definitely recommend his YouTube channel as well as his fantasy football show. So, so at the end of the day, uh, you know, Wiley, if you're listening to this, congratulations because your comments on Z- and Ezekiel Elliott, you got a whole lot of attention there, buddy. Whether it's negative or positive, you got attention, brother. So congratulations. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. How about them, Cowboys?